Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a strange world that we are currently living in, and over the weekend, nowhere was it more strange than Brighton, Colorado. That's where 33-year-old Matt Mooney took his wife and 6-year-old daughter out for a bit of t-ball practice at the park Sunday afternoon, where they were reportedly following all social distancing regulations that had been handed down by town officials. I mean, they were already all together at home anyway, and it's definitely been said that getting out in the sunshine is beneficial as long as you remain six feet away from other folks that you don't live with. And in fact, they were later seen on cell phone being well away from anyone else, except for the police officers who arrived on scene and promptly detained Moody for violating emergency rules now in effect. The rules posted at the park said, closed, but in the fine print added, and I quote, for groups of no more than four, Parks remain open for walking, hiking, biking, running, and other activities. No more than four, it said. Well, let's see. Mr. Mooney, one. Mrs. Mooney, two. Daughter Mooney, three. Apparently, counting to four, not part of the entrance exam for the Brighton, Colorado Police Department. (laughs) Maybe they just hate baseball. Who hates baseball? I don't know. I don't hate baseball. I rub my thigh when I talk here on Country (laughs) 98.1. I've noticed that since you've been gone, Cliff. I, no one needs to know that. I do, though. That's why my <laughs> left pant leg is always wearing out on my jeans. I'm is rubbing my what? leg right now as I'm talking to you. <laughs> i got to quit doing that. Yeah, because... It's a hard habit to break. I, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to really ask any more detail or ask for any more details about this thigh rubbing business that you have going on. I guess it's been going on for a long time. <laughs> I've never noticed it until, you know, right. you're not here, well, you've you taken know. your chair away, yeah, and it looks really odd over there. Because and, there's no chair over there. Yes, there's nothing there. It's just an empty hole, and I've been sitting here, I'm doing it again. I'm rubbing my leg so while I'm talking. You're looking at the empty hole and rubbing your leg. Yes. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. This is a hard habit to break, and I've been wondering why my jeans have been wearing out right there on my thigh on my left leg. <laughs> How far up your thigh are we talking here? How about in the middle? About in the middle. Yes. Okay, good. I was a bit concerned there for just a moment. But never mind. I'm doing no it now. Else. Well, stop. Dang, I can't. Stop it. Stop doing that. I need someone to come in here and tie me up. Well, you know, <laughs> no. tie my arm behind my back, not no. tie me up. No, don't. No, don't do that. No. Social distancing. I'm sorry. Yeah, there you tie go. myself up. Okay, I think we got it. Slow burn. <laughs> T.G. Shepard at 723 <laughs> here on the Morning Road Show. Well, he said it 45 times at the end of that clip. Oh, oh okay. All right. <laughs> Is that what you feel in your thigh, by the way? Uh, no, burn. well, you know, I never really noticed it, but now I'm doing it again. Quit it. Stop. Quit talking about that. <laughs> Can't keep my hand off of it. Cliff, New York City right now, yeah. with all the trouble they're having, is reverting back to the 1920s in some ways. Oh, they are? They are, because popping up all over that city, once again, are speakeasies. Oh, oh, because bars are shut down. That's right. People still need to go get a drink, though. They seem to. opening up illegal alcohol establishments, like they did during Prohibition, yeah. 
I don't know how bad you need to hang out in a bar that you would uh, actually risk getting coronavirus <laughs> because you have to go have a drink. I don't know even how that works. Yeah. I mean, I see it on TV. Do, do you think they really walk up and somebody goes... <laughs> that little... The little door opens up, the little door in the door. And then what do you say to get in? Is the password like... Is it like a... Pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> The password is pandemic. Come on in. <laughs> that is just insane to me that people would, I, you know, would do that. I, I, I'm just at a, uh, yeah, I, I got beer in the fridge. I don't know what the deal is. That's exactly right. And liquor sales are up 55%. Yeah. Take this. home. Yes. <laughs> We're getting to the point to where here in America, we don't need Purell anymore. Thanks to all the booze, we're actually becoming Purell. You can rub yourself on something, and it's like 63, 63% alcohol. Stop with the rubbing. Yes, you're right. I'm rubbing too much here. Well, Cliff, since yes. we don't have any prizes to give away here on Country 98.1, yes. I've been looking up things to uh, possibly for us to reach into our pocket and <laughs> and get for our wonderful listeners. Okay, and so what do you have in your pocket, Mr. Th thigh rubber well i've been thinking about um sending out some pranks to oh. some of our listeners okay i've got fun. a i've got a list i've been working on here and okay i found some pretty good stuff i'll be honest with you some really good stuff including a potato and um wait wait, wait, wait. a potato yes you mean you can order someone a potato correct <laughs> but it's a special potato and i'm thinking cliff a special potato yeah a very special potato okay. and i'm thinking cliff possibly if you get some time after the eight o'clock news perhaps okay. you might do a little wandering on the internet and see if you can come up with something too do we, we, is there like a budget range i need to stay in i would stay within like 20 to 20 five dollars something okay. like that oh okay there you go see if you can come up with something yeah. we'll talk about that later on after the eight o'clock news sometime of course we've okay. still got to do the no prize just punishment featuring yes. tiny tim today on tuesday that's right we, we could we could someone uh, make someone uh, well be the butt of jokes by having to play tiny tim tiptoe through the tulips oh it's loaded up too but um All so right. far oh for two on the tiny tim here on the Morning Road Show. <laughs> Hopefully today will be 0 for 3, and we're going to give our wonderful uh, caller the options of what they specialize in for their question. We'd for over 10 years, zookeepers in Hong Kong have been trying to do one thing, get their pair of panda bears to mate. But over that decade, all efforts to produce the environment conducive to making little pandas failed. There were no babies, and frankly, worldwide, there's very little reproduction in panda populations in captivity except for the rare instance of artificial insemination, which doesn't seem to work well for that species. But now, just maybe, there's going to be a newborn in Hong Kong. Officials at the zoo say that both the male and female pandas have exhibited behavior consistent with mating and may very well have done the deed. The key? Well, the zoo has been closed to visitors since January, so the secret apparently to get pandas to mate might simply be stop watching them trying to have sex. Don't look, Ethel. Is that what you're <laughs> exactly. saying? That's right. <laughs> I see where that came from now. Yeah. I thought maybe they were showing them films or something. You know. <laughs> no, no. 
weirdo. <laughs> panda porn or something. I don't know. Panda what do I know about pandas, Cliff? <laughs> Clearly not a whole lot. Let's go with line six. We haven't done that in a long time. Oh, absolutely. Here we go. All right. Hi, who's this? Ryan Seed. Where are you from, Ryan? Barnesville, Illinois. Okay, are you uh, are you familiar with the premise of this game? No prize, yes, just sir. punishment? Okay. Yes, sir. Now, are you hoping for the prize or the punishment? I'm hoping for the prize, but I haven't heard the punishment yet. Well, the punishment is, if you get this statement wrong, you, we are going to all have to listen to Tiny Tim singing Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Have you ever heard I, of Tiny Tim? I have not. Well, let's keep well, it that way, okay? Yeah. That'll be nice. You get this right. right, okay, Ryan? Sounds good. And Tiny Tim is so bad that we're going to give you three categories. You pick the one that you're the expert in, okay? All right. The categories are women, banks, and champagne. Well, let's go with women. Women. I like a man <laughs> with confidence. That's right. I he love this. He's an expert in women. All right, Ryan. Are you a married man? I am not. Okay. Well, this is even better. All right, here we go, Ryan. Here's your statement. You tell me if it's true or if I just made it up. 33% of women say the biggest problem they have in life is men. 33%. Yep, one out of every three. I'm going to say that's true. I'm going to say we're not going to listen to Tiny Tim because you're absolutely (laughs) right, Ryan. Congratulations. All right, thank you. You are an expert in women. You tell everybody that today, will you? Will do. All right. See you, Ryan. Thanks for playing. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, can you believe that, Cliff? He picked that one. I'm like, no, don't pick that one. (laughs) You know, there are many things that are troubling the region these days, but thanks to Ryan, Tiny Tim isn't one of them. That's right. What was Ryan's last name, Cliff? Seed. Ryan Seed. Yes. The man that is an expert with women. We'll see how this works out for him. (laughs) Well, Cliff, I know you've been busy with the news here for the last couple of hours. Well, that's what I usually do, yeah. Have you had any chance to look up some of those uh, prank things that we can give away to random folks? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, because we had discussed this earlier, uh, would it be possible, citing any other lack of prizes, that we could uh, just randomly uh, send a prize to someone that, well, it might be a zonk. <laughs> might be a zonker. And yes, I have um, some ideas that I would be willing to throw out there. All right. Well, I found a couple of them myself. Okay. Uh, we'll take a little break. We'll let Jason Aldean do a little singing for us, and then we'll get back and we'll uh, compare our notes. How's that? Okay. I like that. Now, if you recall, Cliff, yes. and I'm kind of inspired by this, Yeah. a few years ago, we got a coconut in the mail. Here at Country 98.1. (laughs) Yes, and it's odd the things that you do not have to package to mail. That was part of that discussion, is that you can just uh, show up at the post office with your coconut and say, mail this. And they'll just put postage on it and stick a label on it and off it goes. A coconut. And a sombrero, too. That's true. Same thing. And, you know, we never did find out who sent us that coconut. So, someone mailed us a coconut. Which, no, yeah, we had no idea. Which is beautiful because you never know who it is. It, everybody you look at, but usually they crack and not, no, no pun intended, and they tell you that they finally sent it. But nobody ever said a word about our coconut. Yeah, 
Well, we'll see huh. what kind of pranks you came up with, Cliff. I've got a couple, including a potato. A potato? A potato. Okay. Well, this is what we could send off, Cliff, to an unsuspecting listener here on the Morning Road Show. Okay. Number one I found was that potato. For $13, Cliff, yeah. we can anonymously send one of our listeners a potato in the mail, and they will write whatever message we want to put on that oh. potato. So the company writes some kind of a message on the potato, and then they just ship it anonymously to someone. Yes. Okay. Whatever we say, they will write on the potato. <laughs> and what would people do with these potatoes? Nick from Otwell would probably put them in his thong. <laughs> would be my guess. Front or back? I'd say the rear. Yeah, because they last longer. In the oh, rear. No, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'll take your word right. for that. And I well, found this is what I hear. And I found another one, Cliff. And I don't think okay. you can top my number two here. Oh, I don't think oh, you can. I, I think I can. Yes. Prank, Go ahead. Prank candles. We could send someone a prank candle. They okay. start off smelling great, like the one I found. Smells like baby powder when you first Ooh. light it up. Well, that's a nice scent, but I'm guessing as uh, the more you burn it, then it's no longer smelling like baby powder. No, then it turns into baby diaper smell. <laughs> so it goes from baby baby powder to poopy diaper. That would be perfect, I'm telling you. <laughs> I don't think you can top that one, Cliff. Oh, yeah, I totally can. You can? Uh, poopsenders.com. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I surprised? <laughs> Poopsenders.com, well, uh, they'll send uh, anyone you wish, anonymously, a healthy helping of some of the nastiest, stinkiest poop package available on the planet. So you can get, like, uh, cow poop, elephant poop, gorilla poop, or it even comes in the convenient one-gallon combo pack. The (laughs) (laughs) one-gallon combo poop pack, is that what you're saying? And it and uh, and you said I had a limit of like twenty bucks. Yes. So a quart of soft and stinky cow poop is seventeen ninety five. So we would be in with the uh, in with the budget there if we sent out something to our listeners from poopsenders dot com. I didn't think you could beat it, but yes, you did. I beat your number two. <laughs> yes, you did. With another number two. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cliff, tomorrow. Yes. It's been all over the TV. Tomorrow, it's the series finale of Modern Family. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard about that. It's hard to believe that's been on for 11 years. Mm-hmm. And I know they're not going to do it because we've all seen the previews. It's going to, it appears to be a really sad, sappy ending for one hour <laughs> they're going to have this special on. <laughs> but I'm thinking, Cliff, it would yeah. be so awesome if they make it sad and sappy and then at the very end, they do the old Bob Newhart show trick. Oh, oh, yeah, where they, uh, like, flashback somehow, because all of those people have been on different shows. And, like, the whole thing was a dream. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, if they would flashback yeah. and go back to Married with Children with Al Bundy sitting yes. on the couch and Peg yeah. waking him up and him being <laughs> so his- disgusted when he sees and- her. And he's got, like, his hands in his pants, you know, yes. like he always did. Yes. <laughs> it was all just a dream, Peg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still stuck with you. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. 
the British Academy of Sound Therapy observed <laughs> 7,500 people. I didn't make that up. I, I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yes, they've got a monthly magazine called Sound Off that I've subscribed to. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and the folks at the British Academy of Sound Therapy observed yeah. 7,500 people to see how long it takes music to have, quote, a therapeutic effect on them. Okay. And they found that if you're feeling sad or distressed, yes. it only takes 13 minutes to pull you out of it listening to music. Really? Yes. Wow. And it takes just nine minutes to make you feel happier. That's interesting. That is interesting. I suppose it doesn't really matter what kind of music it is that we're talking about. It's, um, well, I guess your favorite music, whatever that is. Well, to be honest with you, Cliff, I wasn't going to read it, but you brought it up. I'll bring it up. Okay. The best type of music to help you relax is mm-hmm. something with a slow tempo and a simple melody and no lyrics. Okay. And happy, something yeah. with a driving rhythm, a fast tempo, and happy lyrics. Okay. That's what you need to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking, Cliff. Yeah. Maybe you would know. You're pretty smart. Okay. Well, thanks. I'm the, you know, what's that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> Sheldon Cooper of Radio. Yeah, yeah I couldn't remember. Yeah. I'm so smart, I couldn't remember my own name. Yeah, oh, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. How long do you think, Cliff, it yeah. takes our wonderful 11 listeners to hear us before they start getting a little bit happy? <laughs> well, I don't think it's specifically as like a certain amount of time, but I think happiness comes to them every day. Right at 10 o'clock when we're done and we get the hell out of here. <laughs> and it's Paul Viton time. <laughs> yeah. All of that and sadly the very end of that. Yeah, especially. Yeah, you can take straight to the bank. Cliff, anything said today? Yes, we. before we get to the phrases of the day, I'd like to remind you, my friend, that uh, I can read all of the text messages that are sent to us and all that you send back. So I'd just like to note that this is probably the first time in our history that you've asked the listener, a listener, about the source of their diarrhea. Well, yes. Number, th- number three, <laughs> I rub my thigh when I talk. <laughs> number two, it's a special potato. And the number one morning road show phrase for today, I need someone to come in here and tie me up. <laughs> well, tie my hand behind my back so I don't rub oh. my pants. <laughs> Please, someone do that. <laughs> well, not now. <laughs> Social distancing. This is true, yeah. This is true. Maybe later on, Cliff, we'll have a tie-up here. Paul Viton, <laughs> he's next. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.